Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Live from the AfterBuzz TV studios and now streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We'll get you all the latest news and gossip for the show. If you'd like to buzz us, you can call us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> what up, After Buzzers? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity. We're here in the After Buzz TV studios. Well, I'm here in the After Buzz TV studios. Cam- <laughs> Apparently, Cameron's in his bathroom with all the uh, ambiance going on in the back there. What's going on, Cam? Good evening. Good evening. What's going on? Recovering. Cam's recovering. He was at Candy's ba- uh, birthday party, <laughs> and uh, we have we have our very own little Atlanta goddess on the line. We have Courtney Stewart. Hi. I'm so glad, Courtney, you're able to call in tonight because as I watched <laughs> the episode by my, I've never watched a TV show by myself and actually like literally laughed out loud. Someone else has to be there. And this episode was going by for me, and I was like, eh, whatever, this is stupid. I wish someone was here so I could talk trash. And the end of the episode, I was literally dying to myself for more more reasons. So I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, But yeah, so let's get into it. And they started it off kind of continuing. Last week, uh, we had Phaedra... You know, the whole thing with Phaedra's husband and Cynthia's husband. So Phaedra shows up to Kim's house. Now, I already thought Phaedra got her a present. But I guess this is like the makeup present. Like, I'm sorry, my husband, like, yeah, was ghetto at the party. Yeah, the party. And she was just sucking Kim's ass. Like, and when I say <laughs> sucking Kim's ass, first of all, I understand if you show up and, like, apologize. That's what you should have done. You don't go there and then say, like, ooh, I thought the party went really well. Everyone was acting on their best behavior. Like, you could. Mm-hmm. And then to sit there and say, I thought the party was amazing. It was beautiful. I loved the invitations. Bitch, at that motherfucking party, you were talking about how she ripped your party. Exactly. But here's your basket, girl. <laughs> Phaedra, as quickly as I came to appreciate and enjoy her, I'm as quickly and rapidly disliking her again, so. She was a little much this episode, actually. In general. In ge- and I'm not sure how she can breathe in anything that she wears. I mean, like, she really be trying to show her ass off by sucking that oh, damn top. Yes. Um, 
know. She has a couple of ribs missing, probably. Well, there is a surgery for that, that you can get that to make mm-hmm. Not naming what make y'all look right? better. Oh, you know, so Phasia's storyline was kind of quiet this episode. Um, well, yeah. at, at the beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the other thing we saw them with was Phaser was with Sheree. Uh, you know, they went Vomit. to the Chateau Sheree, which, again... Doesn't exist doesn't exist and I I feel like that's kind of Sheree's problem because when he was like she was like why isn't this done well, you know I, I need this stuff to get up uh, I need this to be done by Christmas and he was like well how much money you have she was like uh, 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 enough <laughs> no bitch no and sh- she didn't even say that um, Faye just said enough right Sheree just did more work for her than Sheree ever could have accomplished so Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You gotta, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with contracts. You got to stay on, on top of them. I mean, that wasn't a lie. That's true. You know, you got to stay on top of contractors. Otherwise, they write you for all the money they can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, is she really that boring? They were just like, okay, Sheree, this season you're going to build a house. I kind yeah. of think so. <laughs> like, I'm so bored with all of that. And it was so ridiculous. <laughs> and the whole discussion about what for the, the contractor. And it's like, what was that about? A donkey booty, as she called it. The donkey booty, like, oh, you can look at it, you can't touch it. Like, come on, Pedro, give me a break. I was annoyed. (laughs) Real classy. And not to keep talking about clothes, but I'm so tired of charades. Like, I'm wearing a slouchy shirt and tight jeans. Like, I'm ready to kill myself. Courtney, that is all she can afford <laughs> Building this Whatever. damn Whatever, and I'm like, you're in Atlanta And that's a very Cali style And I'm kind of just like, eh, no, I'm not a fan Do something different It was cool, like, the first two times Well, I'm starting to reassess Atlanta classy Not off of Phaedra, but the whole I mean, not off of Sheree, but off of Phaedra's There's a certain There's a certain way that she's very articulate to me But the whole class idea, I'm, I'm wondering, is that the normal class level in Atlanta? I won't say anything to that because I don't know who's listening. Courtney, <laughs> did you live in Atlanta for a while? Um, I haven't lived lived in Atlanta as an adult except for a year after college. So I don't, oh. I can't speak to it. I mean, I think it's with anywhere else. I mean, they pick the people that are going to give you the biggest hot mess on the TV show. So oh. I can't let that be the indicator of it. But I do have a distaste for the fact, I don't know. I just feel like they're all posers and they try too hard. And that disgusts me. And I think that that is very characteristic of the environment of some people in Atlanta. Well, and I'm glad you said that, Courtney, because I, I, I feel the same exact way, and I feel like this episode really kind of showcased almost everybody. Um, 
Especially Phaedra. You know, Phaedra, she, no. she had her church cloth so that when you're in church, you can cover your kneecaps. Like, and then you're sitting here buying strippers and in the woods, like, look at my donkey booty. Like, girl, what? Yeah. No. Very. Mm, <laughs> well, Whatever. And, it's fake. And I don't know if it's just like, because it's the third, what is it, the third season or the fourth season? Fourth season. Fourth. So they've kind of like evolved and now it's not just the, like everybody's got to have their little thing going on. So I just feel like it's more directed now and more scripted now than it was before. And everybody is a snooze right now. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't think it's scripted. I think it's more produced. And produced. they, and I think that There's they just, I, agree. I think they just can't keep up with it. Like they almost are like, yeah. well, I don't know what to do. So my donkey booty, like the it all comes across <laughs> contrived. I it, just can't. <laughs> exactly. Like, do you really believe that like Candy needed Sheree and Phaedra to come with her to look at that spot? That, oh, I'm glad you brought that up because the whole dynamic with Candy and anybody, unless she's like, well, when she was with Nini, it seemed semi authentic. But like, she seems really uncomfortable and awkward dealing with any of them. Like, hey, girl, you gonna come? help me look at my place for my party like it just it doesn't seem natural at all no i, d- I definitely believe agreed you. um although i will say for some weird reason i feel like her and sheree are cool are probably the coolest as far as that group uh not including nini um for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe Sheree's just easier to get along with in Candy's sense. Like, she hasn't really done anything to her. I, I get that part. But, like, just Phaedra coming on. I feel like they're just throwing Phaedra into the mix now to be like, all right, guys, you're friends with her, so invite her, invite her. Like, again, we got another ass comment. And it's just like, first of all, I mean, I really need to go back to the first couple, uh, to, like, last season. Like, was Candy's ass really looking like this? I've never. Candy was a little bit smaller. She's put on weight. So. <laughs> because from her damn birthday dress to those jeans she was wearing, I was like, yeah. damn, girl. She's gained quite a bit of weight. Because she, yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Like, I can't even believe they make pants that fit that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why you got money. You got special tailoring. Because she definitely got to get those tailored. You're right. Um. So, yeah, they pick out this thing, and Faye just sets up, you know, the end scene for she's going to bring something only nature. Her presence going to be something only nature can provide. So, it was kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. But, well, I'm not going to lie, though. I was kind of slow at first. I was like, what is she going to do? Because they were talking about how pretty it would look with, the white, with like, the white chairs. I was like, let this bitch come in here with, like, a tow truck and some sand or something, and, like, recreate a beach. I, I was going off on it. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's crazy. Like, she got, like, dead animals, like, hung on the walls and shit. Like, you never know with Phaedra what she's going to pop up with. Um, that is very true. <laughs> so, before we get to any of the juicier stuff, we had this, like, serious storyline going on with Peter and Cynthia. Um, yeah. Where do you guys, where are you on the phone? I feel bad. Who do you feel bad for them? I feel bad. I per, this is my personal opinion, okay? I understand family, and I understand you got your sister's back. 
But at some point, you need to shut the hell up and let your sister do what she's going to do with her man. Right. And I'm sorry, like, I agree with somebody. I think it was on, on the after show or whatever they were talking about. Like, once you get married, like, your husband and your whatever, that's your immediate family. And if you keep letting the other, the, the other part of your family come in between you, it's going to switch you apart. So I, mm-hmm. if I were him, I would still be furious. I would still be hurt. I would still have a, and I would think that he deserved an apology. Like he, no, yes, you came from, you know, you were coming from a place of love for your sister, but you made, I mean, you basically like, in front of the freaking world, like, said this dude is an asshole and doesn't deserve my sister and shouldn't marry my sister. And, like, if you have decided that you are okay with her decision now, supposedly, because you just want her to be happy, then give him the respect of saying, you know what, I was coming from where I placed, um, I, I want, I was worried about my sister, and I'm sorry it hurt you. Like, not necessarily, I'm sorry I did it or whatever, but I'm sorry that it hurt you and that it put you in a bad place. Like, I think they should both be able to apologize to each other and then move on. But the fact that she doesn't think that any there was any problem on her behalf, like, I just think that's whack. I de- yeah, it's totally crazy. Kim, what do you think? Like, who are you siding with? Well, I agree with Courtney. I believe that there is an apology owed to him. No matter what the other dynamics are, that, you know, I think the wedding day is, it is their day as much as I'm not a big fan of theirs as a couple, um, I think that was uncalled for. I think that the cameras being around played a part of that and they kind of just fed into it. And I do, I do believe that he was owed an apology, but I mean, we see a little bit later on about next week's episode that it's just going downhill. So uh, I don't, I don't know. I think, she, I think now is looking out for her sister, uh, but I think her sister has her own problems. I mean, the, the whole running away from other commitments and other things, I think I think uh, she's kind of a mess. Not Mal, but um, what are we talking about? Cynthia. I yeah, Cynthia. And I'm like, she at this point, she's 44. Like, she's going to make her own decisions. And if she's married to this dude, she knows who he is. She's already given him money. She knows he doesn't have money, and he continues to like these risky businesses. Like, that's her decision. Yes, it sucks to watch, yeah. but it's not your job to jump in and be like, don't give him your money. Don't give him that. Like, that's between them. They're married. Right. And I mean, but so it kind of goes even back. uh, We do the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills here. I don't know if you guys have been watching the the season, but it kind of goes back to, you know, the Taylor and Russell situation. Uh, She's telling the girls one thing, which is really negative. But then at the same time, whenever they see her with her husband, it's all happy, happy, joy, joy. And it's almost like, well, I'm the middle person now. So. Do I side with my sister? Do I side with, you know, the reality that, oh, it's just love? Or do I listen to my heart and say, you know what, this girl's going through it. She don't even know what she's doing. I need to step in. Um, I'm sorry, but in my opinion, when you grown, you do not step in. You can say as much as you want. You can take your sister to the side and say, look, I don't know that this is the best idea that you need to do. But once she has made her firm decision that this is what she's about to do, you need to back up. I, I, and I definitely agree because again with the Beverly Hills we have Kim and uh, Kyle and Kyle's yes, always she's in grown. stop being her mama exactly <laughs> you know it, 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 it does it comes to the point where I mean even down to the now here's another part I will say this about the wedding situation definitely an apology needed there but I do I, I will say that her, I do give her sister more credit for stepping in 
when it comes to the business side of things. Um, you know, when first of all, you want to talk about contrived. Oh, I need you guys to come over and help me set this chair up. I know, right? <laughs> it was like one office chair. <laughs> one chair in this empty room. <laughs> okay. I, I guess we're I guess we're gonna go with that. But uh, you know, her sister really like really takes a lot of her sister's problems on and it's just it's almost well, I didn't like, realize that she was her assistant you said what? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that she was her assistant which adds another dynamic to that relationship but again I do agree with Courtney she should have taken her sister on the side as a business person as well as her sister you know if you're going to rip on her rip on her to the side I mean again not on the wedding day the wedding day was inappropriate but as her assistant and her sibling yeah, hell yeah, I would have told her the truth too. You know, if you think he's gone, that's fine, but don't don't wait till the wedding day. It should have happened beforehand. And you know, it has happened beforehand because they hate him. And she, like Cynthia, does not not know that her family is not a fan of Peter. She knows that her family thinks he is shifty with money. Like she knows all that. To keep telling it, throwing it in her face, like you don't need to give that man the money. Make sure you're not investing in his business. Like leave her alone. She knows it. If she is in the mindset that she's willing to continue with this, then that is her deal. She will fall when she falls and have to get back up. But it sounds like her sister has a few little problems herself. Exactly. So. Exactly. And obviously she's not fully signed under Bravo's contract because they couldn't really discuss that. Uh, but she exactly, because she was like, you better stop before I cuss you out. I was like, ooh, something's going on. Right. Daddy and, is a basketball player overseas, mm-hmm. so he's not home very much. Exactly. And uh, on... T- you okay with that, Kim? Somebody having a fight? What's Jeez. going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Continue. <laughs> um, then on top of it, you know, we have her sister said, you know, I don't want you giving him money because look what happened with the last situation. And Cynthia, all he woman, talking about, no, I'm not going to. This is Peter's business. I'm not giving him money. I'm trying to start my own thing. Um, I mean, because technically, if Cynthia is to give Peter money and the bar goes down the drain, that could affect Cynthia's new company, which can technically affect Mel and her job. So Mm -hmm. I see she's coming at from different sides. And then we see, you know, the scene where uh, Cynthia and Peter at home and Peter gets a phone call and his $40,000 check bounces. That was messed up. (laughs) I mean... I mean, so, you know, he goes out. I was surprised he kept his composure, but I feel like he kept his composure. And again, I want to hear what you guys think about this. I feel like he kept his composure because personally, I feel like if they were to keep this show going on and on, I feel like Peter and Nini would end up cheating with each other. Ah, you're so ridiculous. (laughs) I think they are the perfect couple in like a crazy messed up way. I just feel like... It would actually be amazing. I would watch that TV show. That's because he is kind of crazy, and he's probably the only one that would, like, regulate on Nini. She would be trying to, like, run off at the mouth or something, and he would be like, you ain't having a girl, and go all, like, what did we decide he was? Some sort of Caribbean man? And, like, yeah. take her up to the bedroom and beat her, like, into love, <laughs> passionate craziness. <laughs> and I feel well, like... I but she I don't said, think she, she would cheat. I think that would be gone first. Ew, ew, yeah. by the way, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you thought what was gross? 
Greg, what are you doing? Greg, put it down. <laughs> but I love how she said he took the luggage upstairs, and I just, you know, we had sex. <laughs> Oops, my bad. I slipped up and fell on it. It happens. It happens. But yeah, I think Nene and Peter would be great. And it's funny you said it happens because you said you mentioned that last week. As well. Yes. It, it happens. we've all done it. Don't act like you haven't done it. Oh. You're saying it's over, and, you know, it's not really over. It can't I really never be over. It's over. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. It just keeps going and going. Mm-hmm. Oh. It'll always be my property. <laughs> Another little, like, beast storyline that we had. I mean, they were really just... I feel like they were really just trying to fit NeNe in where they could this episode. Um, She's kind of been playing... Yeah, NeNe doesn't... Go ahead, sorry. She's kind of been playing it quiet since the first episode, you know. uh, Because she don't want to be around them. She is rich, honey. (laughs) She doesn't need to be around these people no more. (laughs) She was shopping. Do you think she she gets, um, like, a kickback every time she mentions uh, Celebrity Apprentice? Ooh, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't know. I couldn't like, imagine she why. She said it again. She, uh, I, it's funny you said that, Cam, because I was like, really, bitch? This is the fourth episode in. You're still talking about <laughs> Maybe, because they knew it would be airing and Celebrity Apprentice is coming up. So that's their, like, walking advertisement for it. Are they trying not, to get I'm the not hating on her earrings, though. I'm that's not hating on anything. I think Minnie's trying to do it right now. She's working for me, even though I'm still not a fan of the blonde. Well, you, doing my thing. you know what wasn't working for somebody? Uncircumcised hmm. penises for Kim. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we didn't even talk about Kim. Who Segway. Cares? That was gross, though. When she described it, I was scared. It was. So. <laughs> and when she said she didn't want the penis wearing a turtleneck, I was like, <laughs> I was dying at that, too. But uh, yeah. I'm not prude, but the Peter thing grosses me out a little bit. <laughs> they just sniff it off. <laughs> that was too detailed. Like nobody needed that. And you can't touch it. I didn't know that. Like when you're wiping and cleaning the baby, you gotta like be careful not to touch it. Yeah. You, yeah. It was just hyper today. I mean, no big deal. It happens. It happens. By that time, the baby's like, ah, whatever. But um, I speaking of that whole thing, it was interesting. It. Well, just removing the excess skin. I think some people get scared that you're actually gonna um, uh, shorten the. Uh, <laughs> the equipment or cause it to not grow it to its full potential I mean it won't be ridiculous but it'll be you know I don't I don't agree with that statement I feel like pe- I agree that people think that but I've seen I've seen different oh no no I mean I, and I know it's not the truth either but it was in- interesting to see him Corey you know doing the fake wipe and for the longest time growing up I never understood People had to be told not to wipe a certain direction with little girls. Sorry, we're going off topic or yeah. on topic, but <laughs> and I was like, why don't you guys understand that concept? Why would you wipe in that direction when there's another orifice to collect? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, yeah. I mean, you can't wipe towards the. Yeah. What are, I don't know what our legal <laughs> rights are on after buzz of Punani. <laughs> Vajayjay, because <laughs> you don't want poopies in your vajayjay. That's gross. <laughs> yes, I'm using toddler talk. Okay, I'm throwing the life okay, the lifesaver out there. We're all over the place. Okay. I'm having to Google uncircumcised penis because I don't think I've ever actually seen one. Wow, really? 
I'm fairly certain I've never seen one. Man, What's uh, really you funny, said though, is that the first picture at. that comes up is some kind of peppers. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it looks like, a <laughs> gross jalapeno. Oh. Uh, so, okay. Speaking of penises, Candy had her 35th birthday, and... <laughs> Speaking of penises? She, I, I mean, her dress was ridiculous. Her ass was banging, like... Okay, I will say, though, about the dress, it needed to be let out just a little bit. Let, anyway, yeah, it was. Her, her, her stomach ain't that tight. She wasn't... Because you're looking like a sausage. Like, you don't want to look like you in some sausage casing. Like, you right. yeah, that was a little much. <laughs> She should have went with Phaedra to wherever she gets tailored. God. Phaedra's trying to make herself have some boobs, for real, because she is strapping those suckers up to her neck. <laughs> um, Boy, it looked like, look like candies were falling out, too, though. It, yeah, she thought it was too, the cup size was too small. Yeah, you know what, yeah. though? Candy's chest was looking, like, awkwardly saggy to me. I was going to ask if she did something to her boobs, because I feel like I recall her... Boobs being quite disproportionate with the size smaller. of her lower half, even when she was smaller, because she was like really muscular yeah. at the top, but not like boobalicious like she's looking right now. Even though they look a little weird. Huh. Uh, I don't know. What did you guys? Did you that think would the, be an unfortunate boob job. But I thought the party was really nice. It was cute. Uh, she had a, those little flower cupcakes, and it was real classy at first. We had uh, Nina, Nina, Nina Sky. No, we had Nini show up uh, with Cynthia and Peter, um, and it was kind of their team versus Sheree Phaedra, who were like in the corner hating, just talking. Haters. I mean, it was so oh. obvious on top of it. Um, we saw Lawrence this week, looking like fucking freaking Rihanna from like her second album. Um, <laughs> Like and Peter's like, you look good. You did the Lord. damn thing. Peter, stop lying. Don't lie to people. <laughs> um, he was trying to be nice. I'm watching them roll in the red box right now. <laughs> so yes, then the red box comes and Phage is excited because she has her present. And her present was this male stripper named Ridiculous. Now, as soon as I, as soon as she said the name, I died laughing because I know Ridiculous. Um, he is a very famous gay. I'm not going to step out there and say porn star, but very big in the gay world uh, in Atlanta. So it was kind of like, really, this is what girls don't like is going to the strip clubs because most of the guys are gay. Now. <laughs> We've seen some strip. I mean, Real Housewives has had their share of male strippers, but this took it to a whole new damn level. First of all, he was like doing Lady Gaga choreography that was not even sexy at all. It was awkward. He had an eyeliner on his face and like wearing like a little red riding hood cape. Then he whipped his ridiculous out and started swirling it around like a damn hose and the, all I'm thinking about is Candy's mother is right next to her yeah I don't care how advanced and new age and open minded <laughs> mama is some things me and mama don't need to share together <laughs> and some then, moments we don't need to have together and then first of all I'm, 
Go ahead, sorry. He <laughs> dipped his penis in her drink. Like, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> my mouth was agape, and I was in shock. Dip it in a... In, a, in her drink? Sorry. Sure, I, but she needed to refresh her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then not only that, but first you dip it in her drink, and then you start to suck your own penis at a female birthday party. <laughs> Who wants to watch that? Who That's af- what I'm asking. Am I missing something? Like, why is that enjoyable? <laughs> if it was a I don't kid- know, but go back and watch the episode and watch everybody's reaction. Instead of, like, waiting to see him again, go back and look at everybody's facial reactions. Half the crowd was clapping and cheering. I'm watching it again right now. And then the other half was like, what the hell? <laughs> they it's all right now. <laughs> they were shocked so much that they just couldn't even believe what was going on. Um, I mean, I definitely would be shocked. But like, I mean, I guess that's the point, to be shocked and amazed. <laughs> I don't know if amazed comes out of my mouth when that happens. Uh, shocked. I would definitely be laughing my ass off. It would be a very memorable <laughs> birthday party. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't say, I wore my Louis Vuittons today and it was so classy. Like, Nini, stop. <laughs> well, I actually, I must confess that I loved Nini's tirade and I thought it was very appropriate. <laughs> I felt like she gave the sentiment of what the mom was trying to get across. Like, we got dressed up like this ain't what you do at this kind of party. Like we saved that for at home when we doing other stuff. We got our pretty clothes on. It's like putting on your church clothes to go watch something nasty. Like, <laughs> well, I love the fact that Nini did it in like a, a some kind of accent. She yeah she exactly was she was being ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, I just can't, I, I really can't get over the fact that Phaedra even knew that this is what he was known for. That he was going to pleasure that himself. Phaedra's like so into it. Like Miss Lady Perfection. Like I'm a delicate debutante, but I like to watch the ridiculous dangle and wrangle his own dickless. The best. Well, the reality is. The reality is, there's probably access to it because I'm sure that Apollo has done a little bit of his own entertainment. I mean, you know, fresh out of jail, you got to make some like money, some, some quick cash. Yeah, I'm. I mean, he looks this, like a '90s star, know, like when. But I would when prefer. The light skin was in style. I would prefer to watch him. Like I don't think he would do. I think he would actually make it. He probably would have been the better choice to have do, done that because he would have been sexy about it, and he wouldn't be there yeah. whipping it around and putting it in beverages and. But for ridiculous, that's the whole point because that's what's supposed to be so amazing is how ridiculous, ridiculous he is. actually is. <laughs> the best comment of the night was Candy's mom when she said. Oh no, that's fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> I said, agree. She's like sucking his penis at the dinner table. That was so messed up. She had she had a mean old doodoo face on. Yeah. She was not she happy. She was very upset. <laughs> she was hot. Like, what in the hell is this and why? <laughs> but I felt bad for Candy because it's like it's her birthday and it like turned into an ordeal because her mom's all mad and she's like, I don't understand, mom. I didn't do it. <laughs> Well, so my question for you guys. Oh my gosh, she sounded like Wanda Sykes when she said it. That shit was so funny. Um, my question for you guys is: 
do what do you think Candy's real reaction was? Like, do you think that she was kind of disappointed? Like, I feel like she was thankful that Phaedra, you know, tried to do something. And yes, if it was like a bachelorette party, like she would have been more thankful for it. But do you think at all Candy was like, you knew my mom was there, like you shouldn't have done all that. Like that was a lot. I think she realized that it wasn't necessarily the appropriate occasion for said event. (laughs) (laughs) She appreciated the thought. Yeah, while it, while it was happening, I think she was into it, and then she realized, you know, when her mom walked away, it did go downhill. I mean, like, downhill. Um, she um, got in her car and left. She did. She, ro- she was angry as hell. Roll out. <laughs> I was like, I believe it. <laughs> oh, it was so epic. That was an amazing episode. That ending couldn't have ended better. Um priceless it will go that will go down reality tv history for me um just from the reaction and from the incident that happened oh i just continue to be further embarrassed by my city and my women of color (laughs) (laughs) well i definitely agree with you courtney in the sense of like really y'all like y'all represent atlanta and this is what you got coming up here that's what we got the infamous ridiculous um so that was pretty much i think it's hilarious brought um well just laughing is that it's going to be brought to america's attention the whole auto fellatio technique because you know i guess in the gay community we know it's a lot more prevalent you see it all the time it's like a little fetish thing people can watch it all the time but now for mainstream heterosexual america to know that auto fellatio is this um interesting concept I can't good to hear you laugh, Courtney. I'm sorry. This is probably inappropriate. This episode was damn inappropriate. <laughs> we can we can go there. Um so alright, any last uh, questions or you know, questions. Anyone want to call in? Uh, any comments no. about the episode before we uh, head to a commercial break? We get. It looks like next week is going to be a pretty packed uh, episode. Sweet. I'm excited. All right. So let's go to a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll get into our predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? What do you want to buzz about? Um, all right, so let's head into some motorfoot predictions. 
I just watched um, Nini walking away through the little crowd at whatever party they're at after they're introduced to Marlo and Charles. <laughs> Marlo and Charles. That's the guy that supposedly she... Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> well, so, what... Courtney, can, well, do either one of you guys know, like, what was the incident with Charles? Because I can't recall that. I mean, it was just rumored that she cheated on Greg with him. Yeah. And then he's telling the story. In the episode, he's going to tell the story about how it happened. Or they went upstairs and they knocked it out. Yeah, he's trying to say, like, he hit it and quit it type situation. Yeah. And she's trying to act yeah. like, mm, I don't even need to say nothing about this. So, uh, who knows? Who cares? <laughs> he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does kind of sound like her type. Just head upstairs and knock it out the park. I mean... And, but I I'm think the whole argument was that she was saying she was separated technically at the time anyway. So, I mean, I don't know if you're one of those people that she's not allowed to hit it if they're still technically married, even if they're not together. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't care. <laughs> um, well, that's the truth. I mean, I wouldn't care either if she didn't talk so badly about other people. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to keep the plumbing going. So, Well, so speaking know. about not caring, uh, Sheree, looking for child support. What do you guys? <laughs> that was so. Do they She's both need me. to get a paycheck to be on Bravo? Because that whole picnic table. I guess I got to take you to court then. Delay, because the she's on you. No. like, come on. See, but part of me, yes, as much as produced as I think it is, I think she's like, I need some money for this house. Like, I need this shit done. Like, I only got fifty thousand dollars in my bank. <laughs> well, they were saying she didn't get the multi multi million dollar settlement she was expecting when she got her divorce, from what I understand. And he's not exactly pulling in the cash anymore. I was gonna say, isn't he out of money by now? I mean, I would guess he's all right, but not doing so great. And that's not to say if he's not paying her child support, obviously he owes her child support money. But that whole like, oh, I'm gonna take you to like, boo, you know, you already been in court anyway. Like that's a consistent thing. And they adopt paychecks nowadays. So why are we acting like they needed her to have some drama? So that's nice. Exactly. I'm glad you mentioned that because that totally slipped my mind. But absolutely. Um, I think she's just not getting as much as she wants. That's why. Of course not. Because she wanted all the money. money. Yeah. So but he's not he playing nothing anymore. Like you know. Do we think she's? Live. Do we think she's actually paying for this new house being built, or do we think that maybe this is something that he could be throwing down? <laughs> Just always remember, building a house in Atlanta is not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, from a, especially from a California perspective, like, what she's building, right. she's probably building for, like, $400,000. Very true. Well, um, she's probably living off of credit or the idea of credit, and now she needs him to pay it off, so whatever. And what do they get for Housewives? Are they, like, 20000 an episode or something? I'm sure they're on the lower end. Well, do you think so? Because I feel like this is one of the... I mean, they're pulling in the highest ratings as far as uh, Housewives franchise. I don't know. I don't remember. But I feel like there was a discussion about this before season three, maybe. And I feel like even what it was bringing in was still not, like, substantial. But it's a decent living, you know, for TV people. So I don't I don't know. Maybe that's something to research for later. Right. 
Um, so between her divorce settlement, her divorce settlement, and the sale of her other house, but then she was probably renting that house last season. <sighs> and she's she's spending money living in the penthouse of whatever hotel she's. Staying. Yeah, I was trying to understand why she was in the penthouse to begin with because I was confused because as to what happened to the house she was in last year that she was so proud of, even though it was like small. She was like, "But it's mine, and it's small, and but it's brand new." Courtney, she is not in no penthouse. If she was in a penthouse, we would see the house that she was in. <laughs> they don't never oh, go to Shorey's. We place. never see her at her house anymore. Never. So if she was in a penthouse, please believe we would be all up in that. She's not. She's probably staying at like the Holiday Inn. They probably, you know, pay, put her in a nice little room. Her and her son. You know, she got the residence in at least. Mm. It's probably like a townhouse at the residence in by Marriott. That's real uppity. Or the courtyard suites. Um, what about Kim's daughter? Worried that bringing this baby will kind of ruin the family. <sighs> She ain't worried about that. She knows it's going to get her some time with Croy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's going to be like, I'm out of your mama and this baby. I'm 25. I want to be young. And she's going to be like, Croy, take me to a party. I'm 17 now. And then they're going to lick each other's faces. Oh, God. And then Kim's wig's going to fall off, and we're all going to realize how old she actually is. And she's like 52, and all is going to be right with the world. All right. There we go. Um... That's my prediction. <laughs> I don't and, even know what we're talking about. <laughs> and then finally, we see Cynthia is going to give Peter forty thousand uh, dollars because the investor fell through. I mean, why is everybody mad at that? I think it's awesome. Well, I think it's last awesome. Week we thought she only had fifty thousand dollars, so right. now we know she got to have more than fifty because she's giving away forty. I think she's gonna have to take out a loan. I think she, well, not only that, but the only reason I have a problem with it is because she's trying to start her own business. So, but you're married now, and if you are living under the idea of what they, you know, assume, I assume based on her behavior that she believes in the union and this is all ours and us together, then that's what she's doing. I know, but she I just, be mad at the sister for that. I just don't just want, don't be broke. I just don't want two businesses to be down the drain. I, I agree, but I mean the modeling thing. I don't know. I think she got a better chance with the bar anyway. I I agree. I totally agree. So, especially seeing that one chair and all up in that big orange room, like. And the way she looks, hell, she gonna be modeling until she's eighty anyway. So she'll be all right. That's right. Dude, she's forty-four. I'm like, damn. Get it. All right, so that's what we got for next week. Thank you guys for joining us for this perverted yeah. episode of ours. <laughs> Sounded like one of our logo shows that we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so until next week, same time, same place. But yeah. Peace out. <laughs> I'm so overtired, guys. All right, later. <laughs> From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.